Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 361 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. And if you're watching live, Lando. Yeah, no, Lando's got a bone he's just grinding his teeth on. Yep, uh, yeah, we have a Lando cam on right now because uh, it's just the two of us today. Mm -hmm. And it just is what it is, you know? Sometimes we have those. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, Hoffman Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. And Carlos, um, you were telling me something the other day about our Black Belt patrons. Do you remember what that was? Oh, yeah. So, you know... Uh... You know that classic James Bond thing where he just throws his uh, his hat right on that rack. Oh yeah, yeah, where he just like tosses it up. I've been trying to perfect that for years, and I am not uh, good at it yet. Yeah, and like uh, I'm sure there's like something there. I, well, I think it one of the is Johnny English where he does it, he tries to do the same thing with his coat, but he ends up like throwing take, it out the window. Yeah, so or, uh, probably causing some chaos along with that. But our uh, patron members, what what they actually do is like they don't have like some regular closets in their room. They just, like, with one smooth motion, they take all their clothes and they all end up on the same rack. It's crazy. All of their clothing. Oh, <laughs> just, just like, one swipe. It's quite quite crazy. That's, uh... Almost unbelievable, you would say. Wow. I'm... Like, that's that's impressive. Like, I, like what a panty dropper move. I know. To just be able to, like, take all of your clothes off in one swell... Something, and then have them all hung up perfectly... So there's no wrinkles. I know. Like, you just, like, the amount of skill it would take to do that. Wow. And if they can do that with their clothes, imagine what they can do in other aspects of their lives. We can only imagine. Only imagine. We could only spend a lot of time imagining. Right? I mean, oh, man. If you would like to have the prowess of a black belt patron, head on over to uh, patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Or uh, head over to blindinstudios.com and click on that patron link. And while you're over there, head on over to uh, Blindness While you're at Blindness Studios, click on that store link. Uh, or head over to teespring.com slash store slash Studios and find some I'm definitely wearing pants pants to be able to pull off in a single smooth motion. And it will definitely impress uh, whoever you're trying to impress by taking your pants off. So you had me there for a second. I was trying to remember. Wait, are they pull? Are are they tearaway pants? I, I was trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't have to be if you have the black belt prowess. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to remember. Do they actually have buttons going all the way down their side? No, if they were tearaway pants, those were the only pants I would own. Yeah, because I only own tearaway pants. Yeah, or zip offs. Well, maybe the Hot Dog Federation could use some tearaways. Oh man! Uh, so I bought the I bought the URL. Like that is a thing I did uh, this past week. Um, and so we just got to get the uh, get the website for set the up. National Hot Dog Federation. The National Hot Dog National Hot Dog Federation oh, com Just is a mine little now. bummed it's not the World Hot Dog right. Federation. Right. Also, the fact that uh, so I 
that was a, I, 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 tr- I was trying to figure out how to make it a shorter thing, but I think just having the URL nationalhotdogfederation.com while it's a mouthful is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, like I was like, Nat hotdogfed.com would have worked, but no, I mean, if the URL is available, you got to get it. You got to get the dot com, but it's very ber- verbose. But you have to get the dot com. I mean, I did, but it's yeah. just very verbose. I mean, that's why, like, some places they'll do like, you can get like multiple dot, like, just redirect from the, I'm uh, not made out of money. We need more patrons so I can I get more ridiculous URLs. We need more hot dog based URLs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now that we have the well, and so I was thinking. Maybe we should do the World Brat Federation. Hmm. Because, I mean, and then we, then we can, like, create, like, a kind of feud between the National Hot Dog Federation and the World Brat Federation. What if we, instead of making it a federation, we took the brats in a completely different direction? It's not some federation. You're right. The Worldwide Brat Commune. The Brat Commune? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've I've never rendered you speechless before. Yeah, no, this is uh, fun. No, I'm trying. To, I, I, yeah, we'll we'll have to think of, of like what the brat community would be, because you it can't. I don't know. I don't know if we wanted to be a federation. Yeah, that's why I said a commune. A commune. Yeah, commune is a, yeah, it's a worldwide brat commune. That's on the list. Because there's nothing more hippy dippy than a brat. I think there's a lot of things that are more hippy dippy <laughs> than a brat. <laughs> but there's some things that aren't as hippy dippy as a, a brat. brat? I figured brat was like it's one of the least. Uh, I, I guess yeah no I mean like I guess a steak would be the least hippy dippy cut of meat. <laughs> yeah, a straight up steak. <laughs> Maybe followed by a pork chop. Yeah, I guess any like raw cut. But unless it's lamb, in which case that's that's a lot more hippy dippy. I do like lamb. Yeah, I would definitely put lamb. <laughs> All right, so I feel like we're we're misusing hippy dippy. We definitely are. I don't. I don't. Maybe we don't know what hippy dippy means. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> we don't really have a way to know. Oh, no, there is no way to know. We're making it up as we go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there is no way to know. There's no. Uh, Carlos, what have you been up to this week, man? Oh, uh, let's see. So we didn't record last week, right? Uh, we did not. Why did we take the week off? There was a reason. Uh, I can't remember what it was. I oh, think man. you were busy because I don't think I was busy. Well, not. I just need to double check, guys. I'm sorry. These weeks just kind of run. Uh, it's the last episode with 360, uh, and then we did that August 1st. So yeah, we took last week off. There was something going on last week. <laughs> Let me consult the uh, Oracle to figure out what happened last week. Is it is just all a blur for you? Oh, I had to work. Oh, that's right. You had to work. I yep. forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, at overnight server maintenance. Yeah, that that's why. I knew there was something. And I knew... like, well, so I was in the studio last week because I recorded two yeah. episodes of Homebrew Bound before that. And then we went out and had beers. And then I went to work. Yeah. No. Unless my bosses are listening. And then I woke up and then just went to work. Yeah. No, uh, No beverages were consumed except water and a soda pop. So was your uh, one boss unhappy uh, about seeing the lounge closed? So the lounge uh, was not closed. They just didn't have any snacks, and you had to wear a mask in it. And he was planning on smoking a cigar in there? Yes. 
Did he still smoke a cigar in there? No. Oh. We ended up going back to the office to smoke cigars. All right. Yeah, so yeah, there was no uh, there was no recording last week. But anyways, saw The Suicide Squad. Uh it was fantastic. We saw it, we watched that yeah. uh was it Saturday night? I think so, yeah. No, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, I never saw the first one, uh the the first Suicide Squad, but I like I I've definitely seen a lot of video. I've probably watched more videos about the original Suicide Squad than probably two full runtimes of the mo- first movie. Okay. Just like critical, like talking about the first about, movie like, was so bad. Talking about like some of the missteps they made, things like that. You mean all of them? Yeah. And uh, but this one was a blast to watch. Um, some like everybody had like all the. It was really well cast. Like uh, I know that apparently like some of the characters from the first movie that like didn't really get like uh, like Viola Davis's character and others like you you really gotta see them shine in this one and. Yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. Can we talk about how terrible of a person Amanda Waller is? Oh, no, Amanda Waller is a monster. Just, like, is a bigger villain than most of the villains in the DC universe. So, do you know, like, the... I don't know if you know this about Batman Beyond, because I don't know if you had... uh, You ever watched... I watched a lot of Batman Beyond, but, like, it's one of those things where, like, I remember bits and pieces of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, so... You find out in Justice League, I think it was the second to last season, they were going to, originally, this was the original plan finale, I think, and they ended up getting a uh, final season. But it was a Batman Beyond episode, actually. It was uh, actually a full episode of Justice League. And it was all set, like, uh, like take Batman Beyond, except even more years in the future. So, like, Bruce Wayne is, like, super fucking, uh, uh, almost dead. Uh, and then you find out, like, a... Uh, and like so, I don't know if you ever noticed, but like uh, Terry's uh, parents have like red hair, and uh, but both Terry and his brother have the black hair, so that's pretty strange genetically. But you find out that Amanda Waller actually uh, genetically uh, altered uh, his dad, and was going to plan to have both of Terry's parents killed, and that to so create the new Batman, create a new Batman. Except some, the person who was going to kill the his parents like decided, this is pretty fucked up. I'm not going to do that. So they called that off. They didn't kill off his parents, and then he lost one of his parents anyways. And he still became Batman. So yeah. God, Amanda Waller's the worst. So yeah, he is a genetic son of uh, Batman. Oh, so Terry was uh, genetically altered. No, his, uh, his father's uh, genetic code was overridden. So like whenever he would have kids... It would actually be Bruce Wayne's uh, genetics. Whoa, that's that doesn't make any fucking sense. No, no, but uh, yeah, that's like that, what what a, what a weird thing to do. No, yeah, but like it actually does like help cover the plot hole of why is his hair completely different than like his genetics? It wasn't a plot hole. Didn't think about it. Yeah, no, it, I don't know. I thought it maybe was a... he dyed it to be like Bruce Wayne. And I just thought that was like just a little fun, little tidbit about Amanda Waller. God, she's the worst. She's she's a monster. Just a fucking monster. Wow. Just wow. I poured my beer in the wrong glass again. Oh, I'm gonna. We grab me another glass, um, and then I'll ask you what you've been up to. But I'm just gonna sit and wallow in this like Amanda Waller scape, if you will. Like just shit. Um. Anyway. So, you, 
Also, let's see what else. Uh, so, with all of the Fast and the Furious, I got the craving for a racing game. Yeah, you did start playing a racing game. So, I, I picked up Need for Speed. It was Heat was the one I picked up. Uh, I had previously, like, you're, like uh, when the first, when the PS4 and the Xbox came out, I picked up uh, Need for Speed Rivals. And that was a lot of fun. It was very arcadey. And uh, this one is uh, a lot more heavy on the race scene. Which is fun. Like you have uh, during the daytime, you have your official races in the city, and during the nighttime, all those races that you and these are races you do for reputation. Like uh, they are illegal, and the cops will go after you. Matt just texted me. He's not going to make it. Wow, it's it's he's really on top of that. It's only fifteen minutes after we started the show. <laughs> yeah, so I've uh, I've been enjoying it. Like unlike Rivals, uh, you have a lot more car customization. Like it's a uh, large amount of customization. Oh, nice! And I spent a lot of my time taking uh, the starting car, putting some of the best upgrades available in it, and then uh, making it look as rusty as fuck. Uh, that was my my plan. I wanted to look like, make it look like a gigantic piece rusty. of shit. Uh and yeah, I think that's about it. I, I we I guess uh we also went somewhere yesterday. We went to uh Rag, was it? Raj Rag R A A G. Uh we went to an Indian restaurant in Edina, Minnesota. Um and uh yeah, it was what what'd you think? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um I had uh, some like some really good chicken. I had a, a decent curry with the, that The too. blackened chicken might have been the best thing I had that night. You know that that blackened chicken was amazing. That yeah, was really good. Uh, the naan was solid. Your uh, your entree was like a fusion between like Mexican and Indian cuisine. Yeah, and it seemed really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine was okay. It was a fusion between like English and Indian, and that was a bad. I just I ordered poorly. I think. I didn't need scotch eggs with my Indian food. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, that's strange. That's a scotch it egg. Was, well, so I thought it was going to be a bunch of goat and then like a scotch egg. But no, the goat was just in the scotch egg. And that was di- that was the disappointing part for me. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Also, a lot of mixed drinks. Like, uh, the, oh, the, the mixed drinks were fantastic. Well, I mean, I only had two, but like yeah. they had like a, a lot on the menu. And like I had, their cocktails were delightful. One of the ones I had was fantastic. The other one I had was like was very strange. It was like I was not expecting that. The uh, the one that I had, uh, the first one I had was a whiskey, as a smoked whiskey drink, and it was overly smoked. It was smoked with uh, cinnamon too, and it was just it was too spice heavy. Uh, it was too spice heavy. Yeah, it was like the smoke was just very heavy and you know, very overpowering. All right, I I didn't know that it was too much. It was. It was yeah. just a little too much. I didn't order a second one. Yeah, no, one of my coconut drinks was delightful. It was very nice and fruity and yeah. just the right amount of sweetness. And I had coconut in there. Well, anything else? No, I think that's all I've been up to. All right. Um, let's see. Things that I've been up to. Uh, last Saturday, I made the trek down to uh, Toppling Goliath. Uh, my friend Steve got uh, bottles in the lottery, so we went down for the day. Um, had some drinks. Hit a brewery called... Oh man, I'm gonna get this wrong because I li- like I literally wait. He got tickets in the lottery, like so. Like, are they gonna throw rocks at him now? What? Because he they pulled his ticket from the lottery. The classic <laughs> short story, the lottery, where you if you get win the lottery, you get rocks thrown at you until you die. 
What lottery are you talking about? You don't. It's required reading in schools. Like, it's the classic short story. The lottery. I don't. You don't recall it at all? No, I, I honestly don't. Oh, no. Like, they even, they made, there were multiple movies made about it, too. And, yeah. No, it's it's a pretty fucked up tale of, like, a base of human sacrifice. Yeah, no, that sounds terrible. Actually, it's it's actually kind of surprising that they that it was a required reading in school, but ah, Pivo, I found it. All right, we're gonna move on from your from your depressing story. It's a it's a classic story. You know, I may have read it because uh, I mean it sounds familiar, but it's it's a story about people being beaten with rocks. So that could either be like a religious story, a short story. I don't. Oh God damn it! Sorry. I felt I had to sneeze, and, like, I'm stuck. He's making all these faces, Uh trying not to sneeze. I'm trying to sneeze, but I can't sneeze, and, like, ah. So, seasonal allergies have started again, and I've been dealing with that, uh, and I don't like it. Uh, Anyway, so I went to Pivo Brewing um, in, uh, they're they're south of Decorah, in Kalmar, Iowa. They had 36 of their own beers on tap. Which is an insane amount of beers. Some of them were very good. I ended up having twelve. Uh, they were they were like every pretty much every beer I had was was really good. So I highly recommend if you're ever down in the area, go check out Pivo. Uh, good stuff. Um, and then Sunday was Server Night. Did that. Uh, and then on Tuesday, I uh, went and dove at Perch Lake again. Then on Saturday, I went and dove again at, uh, we, we went to Lake Wazee, um, near Black River Falls, Wisconsin. Uh, didn't see, so it was an interesting dive. So it's the deepest lake in Wisconsin at, uh, I think it's like 350, 355 feet deep is at its deepest point. Um, so like there's a lot of tech divers and stuff, but there's this, uh, we did this, uh, wall dive. Which was it was the first wall dive that we've done, and so you you uh, you go under, you swim out maybe uh, 30, 30, 60 feet from shore, and there's just a sheer drop off. Like it goes out, so it's an old mining lake, and it's just it just drops straight down to like one hundred and fifty feet, and you look down and you only have like 15, 20 feet of visibility. And so you're you're looking down into like an inky black abyss. It's terrifying. Like my dad and I are like we're si- we're literally like floating maybe like two three feet above like a cliff edge, looking over. How far down did you guys go? Uh, we went down to seventy feet. I drink from the wrong beer there. That's not what I. Was, <laughs> that was not not the what you were expecting. expecting. Yeah, so we went down to about 70 feet. Uh, that beer's not as dark as I was. Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, so we went down to about 70 feet. We did two dives. Uh, the second dive, uh, so the first dive we did that, uh, we, we followed the wall out and then back a little bit. And then they ha- there's this um, sunken forest called uh, that they call Sherwood. And so we kind of swam through that. And it's all these like full-grown trees that have been submerged. Uh, by like well when they when the mine ended like these full grown trees like got covered in water, and so like that's kind of cool to see all these like it's you're 
like it's like a forest at winter, but instead of like being around like the trunks and stuff, you're kind of like up among the branches, which is neat. And like, it's just a different perspective. Yeah, and it's very eerie and stuff. And then uh, we went on this. Uh, so the second dive, we went out and we followed these lines, and we found like a sunken boat and some other stuff that was like some statues and cool stuff that people had dropped. But my dad and I kept accidentally swimming in a circle. So we spent 40 minutes swimming in a giant circle. And we <laughs> like, the only reason we knew that we were swimming in a circle because we weren't doing the best job about watching our compasses was, uh, we kept finding this, uh, they had this skeleton wearing a, like a diver mask that they sunk at the bottom of the lake. And so we kept like passing that, and like that's about like uh, forty feet down. And so we just kept passing. Well, that. It's a good like, thing that you guys it. were diving, and, and like so you could always go up to escape instead of like being actually in a forest. Because <laughs> it sounds like you guys would have just died and just would have joined that uh, that, uh, that submerged skeleton. skeleton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was uh, that, that was pretty much uh, yesterday. That was kind of my week. It was uh, very dive heavy. Um, yeah. I don't think I have anything else to add. Oh, I watched uh, the Fear Street movies. I think that yeah, was over the past yeah. uh, the past week or so. Really enjoyed those. Uh, they're all on Netflix. It's three uh, feature length films that they released uh, in like a three week thing. Like I think it was every Friday they released one. Now they're all out. Uh, it's 1994 or Fear Street 1994, Fear Street 1976, and then Fear Street 1666. They are pretty fun horror movies. And I don't, like, horror is not my favorite genre. Yeah. My favorite horror movie is Scream. Like, if that kind of tells you anything about the types of movies I like. And these were, like, campy in the right way. Yeah, no, uh, that's something I want to watch. I, well, I think my plan is, uh, so I, I got to watch those. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably not going to start watching them tonight. But I'm also going to, like, after I'm done that, I'm going to pick up a Shudder subscription. Because I don't, I'm no, I normally don't watch horror movies, but... Uh, like I really enjoyed when I watched those like uh, those weird Nicolas Cage movies, The Color Out of Space, uh, Mandy. Uh, I can't remember what the one with animatronics was. I called. need to see Pig. Apparently, that's really good. Yeah, uh, but well, the three I saw, they were all on Shutter, and I could have for the price it cost me to rent them, I could have got three months of subscription. Right. And there's like some other stuff I want to see. Like I really want to see Psycho Goreman, and there's a couple others. Like it's like. You know, I could probably if I if I got the you know what if man I, if I, I got the service I and just, I, I could and if I watch one movie a month that I could justify that I just I just have an issue with them like exploiting the Gormans like that like just because they named the one guy Psycho doesn't mean the rest of the Gormans are that crazy okay Psycho Gorman is a alien from space who is all about just killing everybody but he just he can't kill everybody because the little girl's stopping him from killing everyone again it's really just giving all the gormans a bad name <laughs> yeah so the oh ah uh, i just remembered what else i did oh, yeah. i saw road runner run <laughs> road runner i saw road runner that's pretty crazy that they really so that that so they have the new space jam and they give road runner his own movie too <laughs> no not I don't, I don't even know how to fucking deal with that right now. Uh, <laughs> so Roadrunner is the Anthony Bourdain yeah. uh, documentary, um, and they were playing that in town, uh, and, and it has been replaced by Free Guy. No, like the, I think it was in that theater for a very short period it, it, it of time. It was literally five days. 
or maybe it was a full week, but it was it was very short. Yeah. I don't think it was a full week. Um, and so Matt and I went to go see that, and it was incredible. If you have a chance, absolutely watch it, especially if you are a Bourdain fan. Um, if you're watching it alone or with friends, uh, I highly recommend having a good bottle of wine, uh, maybe some whiskey, and a giant box of tissues. Yeah, it might be something for me to check out when it uh, is available for streaming. Yeah, it's it it was incredible. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the controversy behind it, like I understand uh, why people are upset, but at the same time, it didn't like it was. It ended up being like it, it didn't influence the story one way or another. Um, so the the controversy behind like the one of the big controversies is. They they did a deep fake of Bourdain's voice for one of the voiceovers. Yeah, and it was a letter that Bourdain had sent to another chef, and instead of having the chef read it, they um, they did a deep fake of Bourdain's voice reading it. It really could have gone either way. Yeah, that's on the one hand, I can definitely see why you would do something like that, just because like the emotional impact that that would have. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, that's pretty fucked up to take some dead person's uh, words and have them uh, be used like that. Yeah, so I don't, I, I don't like it. Didn't it didn't bother me? Like I could tell, mm-hmm. but like it didn't bother me. Yeah. And so like, I, I can see. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 very interesting conversation that needs to happen. Um, but yeah, it wasn't make or break for the doc for me. Wow, the people watching on Twitch are Lando's actually been putting a show on for him. He is putting a nice show on for him. Um, they, <laughs> it's all over the place. Um, yeah. So besides that, uh, oh yeah, so Free Man, I really want to see that. That's the new Ryan Reynolds free one. Free guy or free guy, free guy, yeah, free guy. Yeah, I want to see it. It's just like I don't want to see it at a local theater. I don't want to see it in Hudson. I just, and I, it's gonna be a I while. Do, I don't want to pay the streaming price for it. Like the five dollars to see it would be good. Like I would go see it at River Falls if uh, if you didn't have such a terrible experience. Yeah. Well, so the last one was great because it was only adults. Yeah. Because yeah. we went to go see a documentary there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so if I could go and there was like no children, yeah, and then but, I'd probably be. But fine. there's this free guy with Ryan Reynolds, so I mean, good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard good things about the new about Free Guy. So yeah, it's supposed to be like a almost um, Truman Show esque. They've already greenlit a sequel somehow. I mean, it's been in the can for over a year because it was one of those that was filmed uh, pre pandemic. Yeah, um, and they just they they oh, decided to hold on to it. Yeah, because there's been trailers flowing around this for like ages. Yeah, two years now. Yeah. All right, I think I don't have anything else to talk about, and so I'm looking up the beer because I didn't do that beforehand. Well, I can tell you the name of this beer. It is Death by King Cake from Oscar Blues. Yeah, it's... Uh, so this is the beer I was reaching for. I have a the 70, 70 plus West Coast India Pale Ale from New Orthodox that mm-hmm. I was drinking, and I, I reached for a can of beer because I, I forgot that I opened up the this beer ahead of time, and... I was shocked. This was not. This is not. Not the color I was expecting. Um. So this is Death by King Cake by Oscar Blues. Um. Anyone can be king for a day with Death by King Cake, inspired by the traditional Mardi Gras treat. This decadent white porter 
is brewed with vanilla, cinnamon, nutmeg, cacao, nibs, orange peel, and pecans. Or pecans, depending on where you're from. Uh, plastic baby not included. What? Uh, I'm guessing they're talking about king cake uh, Mardi Gras. I didn't know it was a, th- a thing. A king cake baby, looking it up. Yep, uh, so little plastic babies, king cake baby. Traditionally, a small porcelain baby symbolizing Jesus is hidden in the king cake and is a way for residents of New Orleans to celebrate their Christian faith. The baby symbolizes luck and prosperity to whoever finds it. Yeah, baby Jesus was well known for hiding inside cakes. Uh, yeah. The tomb is really just a cake. Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I don't know. Oh, cakes can be filled with cream or filled with cream cheese, praline, cinnamon, or strawberry. A cream cheese filled cake sounds delicious. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Like, I don't eat a lot of cake, but now, like, I kind of... When was the last time you've had a donut? I was thinking about this the other day. I bought a pack, like, a a, a pack of, like, the of frosted uh, cake donuts, the, like, the powder sugar ones but and then like i ate like one of them and then i just dumped the rest but like a good donut the only it's been a while i'm trying to think when i had a a nice good fresh donut i honestly think the last good donut i had or like like last intentional donut i had was when i was in um uh portland with matt and we went to blue star like i think it's been a little bit more recently than I would have thought, but I, it's, I'm trying to just trying to think as hard as I can. And I I can't think of a time I had a, a fresh donut recently. This definitely does not pour like so. You, I like I see the can "Death by King Cake" and I immediately think it's going to be a stout. All right, right? Yeah, yeah like that, that was that. Well, and is that is that what you were expecting when you poured it or no? No, that was not my problem with it. My problem was when I took. A well, sip you thought it was going to be a Modelo. I, and... I, I thought I was drinking an IPA, and oh, that was okay. not what I was drinking because I wasn't um, looking. Yeah, so I like and uh, and that this is the personal thing. Like, I just thought it was going to be a stout. I'm pleasantly surprised that it's not. I, I like. I it's not a bad surprise for me. Yeah, it's uh, it's just an ale. It's not a, a stout. Yeah, so ale with vanilla, cinnamon, nutmeg, cacao nibs, orange peel. Like you, you're and definitely you get you definitely only get six and a half percent, so it's not bad. You definitely get the cinnamon and nutmeg in the smell, and the orange peel. Like oh all, wow, all, all the all the spices are coming through. There is a lot of cinnamon and nutmeg there, and the little uh, the little sweetness from the pecan. I think there's the right amount of vanilla in there. It's not like an overpowering amount of vanilla. It's just like oh. just the right amount. It really all blends together surprisingly well. As much as my surprise took me out away from it at first. I'm trying to let me see if I can get some of the cacao nibs. I really like this beer. Um wow. Hmm. So there's a sweetness to it, but it's not overly sweet. Um you get a lot of that spice, uh like right up front. The the vanilla, the cinnamon, the nutmeg kind of overtake everything, but there's a subtle citrusy note, and you get you get the nuttiness um, from the pecans. Um, the cacao, I feel like, is adding some bitterness, but it's just it's so subtle. It's it's just it's there. But if you told me if you didn't tell me that there was cacao in here, I wouldn't pick it out. Yeah, does that make sense? 
Um, and then it finishes super dry. So, like, that sweetness doesn't stick around. I think uh, this would be, like, a perfect beer for, like, October. With that, that right, that mix of spices in there. Like, it, it fits in with, like, the Oktoberfest, the, like, that kind of, like, this is a, this is definitely a fall beer. Yeah. Coming around this time of year is pretty on point for them. Wow. It's surprising. There's a lot going on with it. As this warms up, I think it's going to get better. Yeah, no, it's... There's a lot going on, and it's not like stepping over it's each other itself to get you that flavor. Like, it's it's very balanced for the giant mess of stuff in there. It's incredibly balanced. Nilla, cinnamon, nutmegs, cacao nibs, orange peel, and pecans. And the, the can art's dope. Like, all those... Um, uh, oh, I can't remember what, what they're called. Uh, they're saint crosses or... Something to floors or something like that. Yeah. 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 Oh man, this is really good. Give me a number, Carlos. Uh, I'm gonna give this a seven and a half. I do like it. It's amazing what they're doing with these ingredients. The only thing is, I think I could drink like one can, and then I think I'd be good for an entire month. I I don't think I'd I'd revisit this again. I like it's. Very good for what it is, but I don't think I'd want to. I'd be coming back for seconds. See, I'm I'm having the opposite thing. This is this is one of the few, um, I guess, like cake beers or like pastry beers that I would definitely have a second one. Like, it's not punch me in the face with sweetness. It's not like there's not this is not gut rot in the can. It's so well balanced and it's super good. I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. I really like this beer. All right. I'm very, very happy with it. Yeah, no, it's a, a very, it's a very fall beer. Oh, it's incredibly fall. Oh, it's that time. Oh yeah. The next quarter mile. Wow, I think it would have been better though if you didn't have your voice in there because the levels just are a little off. I'm sorry. Because you could have said every time, the next quarter mile. mile. Yeah, you're right. I, I should cut it. And <sighs> Yeah, I know. I know. Because you could always say it differently every time, too. <laughs> this quarter mile, the next quarter mile, the quarter mile after next. The next quarter mile. All right, so we are uh, continuing our ongoing segment of the next quarter mile where we talk about the next quarter of a Fast and the Furious movie, Uh, and we are currently in Too Fast, Too Furious, and we are on the second quarter. Yep, Too Fast, Too Furious Part 2. Yeah, so we are officially a mile and a half into this. Yeah. If you want to look at it that way. Yeah, you could look at it that way. Uh, Or you could look at it as this is our sixth quarter mile. Could do that. If you want, if you really want to be doing some math, these are the different ways you could do the math, right? You know, we just gotta like, and like we're we're not, we are not gonna reduce our fractions, okay? So if you want to write this on some paper, that's a six over a four. Yeah, that's right. We're bringing this middle school math right in here. Um, all right, so we are going to dive into. The uh, mile or uh, plot in sixty seconds. Oh, there's the thing. All right, so 
Carlos, I'm gonna we're 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 starting we're starting to hit some problems here. As as we get more and more plot. Like we were running into issues. <laughs> I know. I am well aware we're running into issues. <laughs> so uh, a quick description of uh, our segment uh, within the segment called Plot in 60 Seconds is that uh, one of us is going to give the entire plot of the full fra- Fast and the Furious franchise from beginning to the current location that we're at, which is, as Casey was saying, uh, two miles in, two and a half miles in. And that's the entire plot he has to give in 60 seconds. Oh, we're a mile and a half in. Or a mile and a half in. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's a mile and a half in. Yep. Because we're not at the full two yet. Yep. We're at 1.5. Yep. That's another way of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, right now, it's going to be Casey's turn. So oh, all right. All right. So um, so take a keep breath. Yeah. So, all right. Um, from what I what I need from you yeah. is I need a 30-second and a 15 second warning. So like when when I hit 30 seconds, when I hit 45, I need to know where I'm at. Got just it. so like if I need to like skip over bits, I'm I'm trying to do I see you want to include stuff. You don't want to be like me and just like, "Oh, I guess we ran out." I guess time. we're over. Like I well, and like we left on such a cliffhanger and we got to talk about that. Or last time where I did it and I had like 5 seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, and that's the other thing. Like, it's it's so hard to judge, and it's gonna get harder and harder to to shove this in. But I'm I'm been working on my uh, my condensation of the first movie, and so I think I think I have it okay, but it's definitely not short enough. Oh, the the, the movie is condensating. It's just no, con- no, you got I, some condensation I, I'm sorry, going on. Condensing. So like, what, no, but what's the what's what's the what's the ad, like? So if I'm condensing something, yeah, is it just condensing or like it's a, like if Con- I it, condensed? No, uh, but con- condensation is like well, yeah, I guess that condensing. Doesn't work. I, I think it might be just be condensing. Is it just condensing? Okay, I've been working on condensing down. Condensation, I guess, is just little like <laughs> droplets, isn't it? <laughs> the, the entire movie is <laughs> condensating for Casey. <laughs> Hey, I and mean, we're not watching Twister, all right? Like, <laughs> all right. So, uh, uh, I'll, I'll slowly count you down, and uh, I don't know if I'm ready for this, man. Take a key, uh, deep breath. I need a tuna fish sandwich, and then I then I might be able to hack, hack it. You might need a tuna fish sandwich. All right, ready? Five, four, three, two, one, go. All right, so Tuna Fish Brian is bad at driving, but he's really good at uh, making friends with people who steal DVD player combo uh, machines. Um, and he's trying to bang Dom's sister, and then he does. And now he's no longer Tuna Fish Brian, now he's Cop Brian. Oh no, they found out. Dom uh, is and his family are out on a heist. Uh, Brian figures out how to uh, infiltrate that heist by banging the sister and then figuring out where it is. Oh no, Dom's friend dies. And then they're on a they're on a chase. Cop Brian and Dom. Right. Okay, uh, yeah, Brian and Dom uh, get into a thing. Brian lets Dom go away. Flash forward. Dom's in or uh, Brian's in Miami now, and he's bad at racing. No longer a cop. They need uh, Brian and Roman to do a thing, uh, and they they do this thing. And now they're uh, they're in another race with the Miami guy and this hot chick. And then uh, they they do the thing. And now like we end with there's another race. They want some muscle cars. Was from Start Skin Hutch. That was so bad. I'm sorry. I got tongue tied. That's fine. That's that's what we have to expect. <laughs> and, like it's not gonna get better, guys. That this is not gonna be a uh, a sixty seconds that's gonna get uh, 
condensated down to being better. No, but so here's the problem. I just spent 40 seconds on the first movie. Yeah, no. Like, I need to stop, like, I need to be like, tuna fish, DVD player, VCR combos, family, and then move on to the next movie. And that'll only last for another movie or so, and then you can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got Just the next little tuna part here. fish VCR combos. I don't have to give the full uh, franchise. You just have seconds. to do this quarter mile. I just got the 10 second car here. Mm. So that is where it's just the last quarter that we saw, and it's going to be uh, in 10 words or less. Oh, I'm excited for this because there wasn't a ton that happened. No, there was not. Like that, but I'll, I'll talk about that when we get to it. So here it is Brian and Roman steal cigars and race for pink slips. That's what happened. You got something wrong in your, it was in your a, 10 words. Yeah, it I, was a single cigar. Yeah, I know, but like cigars, it comes off better. Like it was just a single cigar, though. I agree. I saw that. It was like the sentence flows better. Yeah, so let's, let's talk. So we are watching 27 minutes at a time of this movie. Yeah. The first 27 minutes, action-packed, a lot of stuff happened. No, like I was like watching that first 27, I was like, yeah, no, this is a... Uh, it's a very dense movie. I'm enjoying this a lot more than I enjoyed the first <laughs> half of the And then the second 27 minutes, nothing happened. It was all action, it was all, it was all flash, no substance. Yeah, they had uh, two entire racings that we saw. Well, no, there was one entire racing that we saw. I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> 1.95 rate racings. <laughs> we don't know who passes the finish line. <laughs> right before that finish line. Uh, and you have no idea who wins. No. But like so we have the the one race, so let's see what happens. We have the cereal box cars that they were that they're made fun of from Fonz, Fonzie. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, so those were the uh, like the the American muscles. Yeah, the American that uh, was Starsky and Hutch that I the, that I uh, equated them to in my head. Um, yeah, so the like the classic American cars. They get in there. Yeah, they got and they got to go. Uh, they murdered a guy. They didn't murder a guy, but a guy got killed. He got so like they're doing the race, and they're uh, they're all being sent to get this envelope out of a Ferrari. Uh, glove box, which it wasn't even the glove box. No, it, it, was, it was in the console. Yeah, so like that guy just messed up there, and uh, so they're do- <laughs> they're going through there, and like uh, one of the ra- like everybody's in a race because whoever does this gets to do the job, and one of the uh, guys but gets- it turns out the two get to do the job now. Yeah, cause I-, I think that's because they are partners in it. I like the other two guys, I think were partners. They would have. Oh, okay. And one of the, but one of the racers gets caught between two semis, and like bounces pinballs back and forth a little bit, um, and then gets squished by one. Oh no, he gets ground a little bit, and then just like, completely killed. Like he did not He's survive. hundred percent squished. No, he is super dead. Uh, let's see. Oh, part of the race, like Brian starts driving in reverse. Oh yeah, but that's just to show off to Roman because Roman uh, was doing the thing before. What, where he wiggled his middle finger back and forth? Okay, well, first of all, that was incredible. <laughs> um, because that was... I, so, Roman does this thing where he flips off the can... Or he flips off Brian, and then, like, does, like, a whole, like, circle. Like, yeah, it's so dexterous. I can't... Like, I don't, I'm flipping off all our listeners Yeah, right no, now. but, like, but I mean... But, like, I'm trying to, like, get the... Like, it doesn't... 
No, it was a, it was a pretty good middle finger actually. Like you don't normally see people do middle fingers like that. No, it was awesome and like it's something I want to practice like fuck like getting fit or anything. I just want to have a very dexterous middle <laughs> finger. Um I mean and that's what she said. But anyway, um they get to the impound lot and they get to the impound lot and they're looking for cars and it's all boats. There's just lots and lots of boats. It is Miami. Yeah. Uh, and it's the entire, and then they get to, they, they get back and obviously well, Brian and Roman. Well, well, oh, no. As they're going to get to the Ferrari though, bro, uh, Roman takes his shirt off, wraps it around his head. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, no, he, just, he, I'm confused at first. So, so he, he immediately gets out of his vehicle and, takes and his just off. pops his shirt off. He's like, what is going on here? And it's like, what? that was unnecessary. No, but then he uh, wraps his shirt around his hand. So that and, yep, and then, then he punches through the car window, which was also unnecessary. Cause yeah, because yeah, because then Brian like just checks the handle and it's unlocked. <laughs> Yeah, but no, they they get back, and uh, what was the special thing that they had to... No, you forgot that uh, uh, Roman shot at Dexter's dad. Oh, yeah, no, uh, Roman shot at Dexter's dad, because he shows up. Because he shows up because the cars are low-jacked. Yeah. But then we learn it's not low-jacked. But it's like low-jacked, but it's like they're wired to hell. Yeah, wired hell and back. Like, if you're not wearing your seatbelt, they'll know. Yep. Uh, but yeah, they get back and they see that uh, oh, it was just a cigar. So the cigar was just a cigar. It was anything special. Yep. Um, and then so they they get back and, and Roman Ro- Roman immediately is like, "We hungry." Yeah. No. Roman is so weird. Like he just he's just like he immediately announces like, "Do you have any food? Because we are hungry." And he steals a fucking cigar cutter. But yeah, no. So like, so then like, of course, like, there's food. Like, if, there's a bunch of empanadas and stuff, and they look delicious. All right. If this, all right, I, I just gotta say, if it doesn't come back later that he pickpockets something very important, that's pl- part of the plot of the movie. I am going to have to dock. I don't know. I can't remember how we rated these movies, but I'm going to have to dock this movie points if it's just like he just stole a cigar cutter for no reason and it played no. Pl- point oh i mean please get ready to dock this oh, oh you're saying it might not come back huh <laughs> you just might not have i mean just, i'm just saying be prepared all right be be prepared um so roman is a character that evolves a lot and not very much um so roman becomes like the audience surrogate at a certain point mm-hmm. and like he's just he's he's the wise he's the he's the mouth no like the first quarter of the movie I'm all in on this Roman guy. He's fucking great. In this quarter, you're like, what the fuck are you doing, Roman? Are you insane? Mm. Monstrously insane. First thing he does when he sees his cops pulling up is just just go to his car, not drive away, but pull his gun out of the car and then start shooting at the guy. The I mean, no, no, he shot in the guy's direction, did not shoot at the guy. We, we, we talk about that in just a second here. So after he seals the cigar cutter, they have a meeting with the cops. And then um, the one the one cop tries to arrest Roman for shooting at him. And Brian's like, if he wanted you dead, you'd be dead. And then Roman steals the cop's lunch. Yeah, no, because Roman is insane. <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with Roman, but he is insane. I don't know, man. So, so far uh, this day... Roman has had um, a really good like empanada meal. Yeah, 
and stolen a cop's lunch. Yeah. Like, he's eating good. <laughs> um, and then they go to uh, Tesh's garage, mm-hmm. where uh, uh, Suki is working on a new uh, design for a car, because she's the best in the now, business. They say that. Those are the words they use. The yeah. drawing they show for the design. It was fantastic. It was the best shitty. drawing of a car you have ever seen. Like some fourteen-year-old is wrong. Could have just traced a very big outline of a car. You're right. You're right. They could have traced, which isn't drawing, bitch. That's tracing. And like, so like, it had some lines that, like, yeah, you clearly drew a car there. Not a great car, but you know, if you're a ten-year-old, yeah, you get a that's going on the fridge. And then the 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 job was like colored colored pencils, which is fine, except for the fact that <laughs> the design is very good with colored pencils. It's like it's not thing super creative. It's and like, you know, it's it's not going to come to life until it's on the car, man. You just you just don't even understand like car lines or anything. Like you just, you just don't get it. All right. It's like they decided to skimp on the artist for this one scene. They just had to have some artist just like here. Here it doesn't like here's at this time. What this was, uh, when, Carl, when was this movie? This is 2003. Oh man, uh, 2001, 2002. All right, so like it probably would have cost like $100 to just find one inter- artist anywhere. If actually, if it's a movie, it'd probably be maybe maybe it'd be a couple grand just to draw a car design. And instead, it's like they had somebody on set that was like, Can you draw? I can draw 2003. Right. 2003. Somebody else was like, I could draw, right? And we'll just use that for that scene. So, I mean, like you, you, you have to think about it like this, man. This was a uh, this was a sequel to a movie that they only anticipated making one of. Mm-hmm. Um, but they decided to make it a franchise, though. Well, they, uh, they, they have not made the franchise decision yet. Oh, they made a sequel. This is a sequel. The franchise decision doesn't happen until 4, and there's a very distinct switch. But we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, that's months out. It's like, it's multiple weeks out. <laughs> Which I guess could be months. Yeah. I mean, it's six weeks out. Yeah. And Six-ish. Yeah. And we're not in town for two of those. Yeah. Or one of them. I can't remember how many of them. Two. Yeah. Two in a row. So it's eight weeks out. We'll get there. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Um. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so then um, they find out that these cars are low-jacked as shit. Yeah. Um, and they need new cars. Uh, but in order to escape the tail, not the cop tail, but the drug lord tail, they start his windshield on fire. Yeah, which, that was great. That was also a Roman move. Roman's just a wild card right now. No, <laughs> Ron, he's like... <laughs> Roman is dangerously unhinged. He's like, I want sandwiches and fire. He maybe belonged in prison. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, yeah, you might not be wrong. So he starts their uh, their windshield on fire. Uh, and then also, like, they recognize him and they know who he is. Why does he put on the fake accent? I think that's just because he's joking around, actually. They they clearly know who he is. And he's just doing it because like oh, and so like they're like thrown off guard because like what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> and then and then he lights their window shield on fire. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> and then like he's supposed to meet their boss, 
at the club that night. Yeah. Right? So so all of this has happened in like the span of a day. And so they're they're meeting the boss at the club at midnight this day. Before then though, they're like, We need new cars. So we're gonna set up set up a street race with Starsky and Hutch, who have better cars than us. Yeah. And we're going to race them for pink slips. Yeah, no, and uh, so let's see. The first person going around is uh, Roman. He's the first one on deck, and because they're doing uh, like it's a there and it's a relay race. That's what they're doing. And uh, Roman, like he oh, he hits the uh, the knob. Roman, yeah, and, like he, way he, too soon. He pulls a Brian. Well, he actually would have done fine, except for the guy like hit something to send it fu- like. Because apparently that's what you can do. You can just easily hit hit a sign and send it flying into the middle of the road. Yeah, I mean you you hit you hit a bunch of road cones that one time. You should know this. Yeah, but they stuck with my car, and it was one <laughs> cone that stuck with the car. I'm sure you only hit one. They just had one road cone in the road. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> There's just the one there, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> it was just one road cone in the. Yeah, it was strange to see that the next day. Or in the No, evening. you got home that night and said, Hey, I hit a I hit some road cones and it, my my car is making a weird grinding noise now. Well, because I it was a, that was a long night because I had hit a deer. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you had you had a rough night. And then we got home or like the next morning we looked and there was just a road cone under yeah. your car. Yeah. You know, all you had to do is back up. So uh, yeah, so we have a uh, Roman who like he, they they're they so by the time Brian goes, they're super far behind, because I, I guess he couldn't hit that wooden sign like the other guy did for some reason, that was strange. But Brian, and uh, all the wisdom that he had, decides that he's going to play chicken with the guy. I mean, it was it was the best plan. He's yeah. going to lose the car either way, and he has airbags. Yeah, I guess. And the other guy And plot armor. And the other guy, like he goes off and then he uh loses control a little bit and gives Brian enough time to win. Or maybe win. We're not entirely sure yet, because we cut perfectly, like right as they're about to hit the finish Yeah, line. we have no idea who's gonna win. Yeah, it's no very idea. exciting. My money's on Brian because otherwise the plot of the movie doesn't work. <laughs> We're talking about like this this is the mid movie setback. That's a hell of a setback. Right? Zero cars. Now they have no cars. <laughs> that solves the Lojack problem that they spent <laughs> some of the plot on. Exactly. And now the cops can go arrest those guys. And that won't come bite them in the butt. No. <laughs> so, right. yeah. I don't, I'm not sure what to expect from... This is so completely different from the first quarter of the movie. So I'm not sure what to expect no, from the I, this quarter. No, is, this is the biggest deviation I think we've had in a quarter mile. Yeah, so is it going to get go back on track? Is it going to stay in crazy town with Roman? Bunker? Well, so I know what's going to happen, and I'm very excited to see what you th- like, what your your commentary on it because, yeah, yeah. I, 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 we got to see the, the next two quarters because I got to see how do I feel this this compares to the well, first one, and also like so they they front I and I didn't realize this until we started doing this. They front load so much fucking plot into this movie. The first quarter, the first uh, quarter of the movie is plot. Well, there's a decent amount of action in the first quarter, 
and there's a lot of plot, but like it's not an overloading of plot. Like it seems like it's like when you like a good, well paced movie. It's like that amount of plot. Oh no no, that's all the plot we get. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we have all the plot now. Yeah, the, the, all the well paced plot and action is might have been just that first quarter of the movie. I'm gonna we'll have to see how this next quarter of the movie turns out. This movie would have been a really good like 45 minute TV episode. Is the fact that their cars are low jacked and they're and somebody's going to betray them? Maybe who knows? Right. All right. Uh, well, this brings us to our discussion topic. We're going to skip uh, the news because it got real like COVID heavy again, and you guys aren't listening to this for COVID news, so we're going to talk about something else. Yeah. Uh, and what we're going to talk about, Carlos, and I've been thinking about this a lot, and not just right this instant. I'm waiting for ba- with bad breath for what this I, is. Are you? Are you? Yeah. Okay. So we've been talking about food a lot, and I feel like we should probably move away from that just a little bit. So what food are we talking about then? (laughs) No, we're not going to talk about food at all. Instead, we're going to talk about cars, something that we know a lot about. Oh, yeah? Yep. And I want to talk about first cars. Like, I think this this would probably be a more fun segment with uh, more than just the two of us, but we're also at an hour. Yeah. So I think we're fine. So, like, let's talk about first cars. What was your first car? Cougar 95. And what color was it? Well, it turns out... Because I want to know what color you think it was. It's Periwinkle is apparently what no, it was. No, it's purple. It's literally Periwinkle is what the... like even So it came with like a little bottle of like spot paint for the car. And did it say Periwinkle? Yes, yeah, it said Periwinkle. God damn it. Yeah. So that's the color of the car. So... It had like this weird... Uh, Instead of like a, a all metal along the top, it had like this little the, the back half of the roof was like this the this canvas it was like plastic the, stuff. Yeah, like the pleathery thing, right? Yeah, like and like, and it wasn't like a, a the, the it was like, then it was like oh yeah, and then it's a normal roof underneath that. It was just a very strange thing to have on the back half quarter of your uh, your uh, roof. How long did you have that car? <sighs> Years. And, uh, and so it was like a what ninety three ninety four. It was a ninety five. Ninety five. Okay. Had a V eight, yeah. Just guzzled oil. Oh, it. So, how did you get that car? Uh, my grandfather uh, uh, gave me the car. Oh, nice. Yeah, it had been in storage for a couple years, and oh, so it it was in storage as like your grandpa's nice car. It was his fancy car, and he's like, "I'll give this to Chris. He'll appreciate it." It's not that kind of car, but it was. Uh, but it didn't have. It didn't. Ha- it wasn't like super loaded with miles. Like, yeah. uh, no, like I probably put most of the miles on that car. Then you, well, I mean, because I drove a, it for years. At a certain point, it stopped aging, though. Well, yeah, because it stopped. The the mile stops turning. If the out. odometer stops, then it, then there's no more miles put on the car. That's it's that's how it works. That's not how it works. They, exactly. they, they they proved that wrong in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off when they tried to run it in reverse to make the odometer spin backwards. Yeah, that's because their odometer was still keeping track. No. The Your, odometer doesn't... My odometer didn't care anymore. <laughs> Your odometer gave up. Like, nobody gives a shit. And then it stopped aging. It was at... It stuck at 168,000, I believe. For about four years. 
And I also couldn't hit the fuel reset anymore because that also like no longer correctly the kept fuel. Track. Oh, for the for tracking miles that way, that also no longer worked correctly. So what? All right. So what did you love about that car? I didn't have monthly payments on it. Okay. But, no, I mean, like your first car, like there, there's a little bit of like it's almost like a like a romantic air about it. Like there's always something about that car that you that you absolutely like you you really enjoy. It had a good uh, acceleration and good handling for unless it's the winter, in which case it had nothing. <sighs> I remember well, riding in that car with you, and riding with Carlos in a car is it's 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 extremes. So when you're approaching a stop sign, it's all brake, like just like at the last possible second, just to the floor. And then as soon as there's no cars coming, that accelerator goes to the floor. (laughs) You know, I don't accelerate by going all the way to the floor. That's no. It feels like you do. Well, I, I put a I put a decent amount of gas in there. I never <laughs> the pedal. N- I never put the pedal down all the way to the floor because it would have gone through. <laughs> well, with that car, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, with that car, but towards the end there, Lando. Yeah. <laughs> Lando, I need that. Lando decided to raid the bathroom for uh, toilet paper. Actually, that might be from upstairs. Uh, I don't know where it's from. We'll find that out after the show. <laughs> he just came trotting in with a roll of teepee. But yeah, no, towards the end there, my car was pretty rusted on the sides. Uh, I got like, uh, I gave up trying, I, since I already had paid for a new uh, used car. I uh, just, I didn't want to spend time finding somebody who would like want to buy the 95 Cougar with question mark miles. <laughs> No, I just got like $75 scrap for it. It was better than spending more days and then like having to uh, uh, juggle like multiple insurances at the same yeah. time and things like that. Like, I'll just take the $75. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was my first car. What was your first car? Oh, man, my first car. My first car was a butte. Just an absolute butte. It was a 92 Chrysler LeBaron convertible in red that I paid $1,000 for. And, oh, like... See, and this, that's the kind of car, though, that I would expect a girl with a short skirt and a long jacket to drive, though. And I was a girl with a short skirt and a long... No, wait, I wasn't. What? No. <laughs> No, the, uh, uh, the cake song. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so that uh, that car was it was a lot of fun for the few years that I owned it. Um, I I don't I man I it didn't successfully murder anybody that we know of. No, uh, it tried real hard. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Think so. Things that were awesome about the car. I'll, I'll start there first. Uh, so it was a soft top convertible, and the convertible motor on the roof worked. So I was able to. Um, retract the car or retract the roof and bring it back up. Um, and it didn't leak too bad in the rain and the snow. So, you know, that was it pretty didn't good. leak too bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's all you can ask for, for a thousand dollar car. Um, and it was great until the engine started giving me problems and then it was a pain to work on. Um, my neighbor at the time was a, was a mechanic with Chevy 
And so I brought my car over there, and uh, we rebuilt the entire engine. And by we, I mean my dad and him rebuilt the entire engine. Well, I didn't. You know, you could have turned that into a racing car. Take that engine out of there, put like a different engine in. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Like now, like I, it's one of those things. You know how like when you're a kid and you have all these awesome opportunities presented to you, and but you're too much of a fuck stick to like do anything with them because you're like too cool for it. Or like you're like I don't give a shit about cars. I don't want to spend time working on this vehicle. Like I would have learned so much had I done that. Oh no, yeah, no, that, you, yeah, I, that you should not have uh, turned that down. You're right. I shouldn't have, but yeah. I did. Yeah, no, I thought you were about to say like you're just you're just being really dumb for not putting in a giant engine in your little car. No, no, oh no, because that would have been insane. For I mean, you are you, you you are right, Carlos. I am really dumb for not putting a giant engine in that little car. No, I will say uh, that con- convertible, like it it was real well. To, uh, it it did it. You know, it did what it needed to do. For high school me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my girlfriend at the time really enjoyed it. So that's really all that mattered, right? Um, also, like, it was super easy to clean out in the, in the springtime. You just rolled the wind, it rolled the roof down, and uh, your McDonald's wrappers from the previous year <laughs> went away. Yeah, uh, and then you also had the fun feature of sometimes you go around a corner. And the, oh yeah, no, the, so the passenger door, uh, so it was a two-door. Um, and so like, you know, you had like it, but it had, it had the rear seat. Um, but the passenger door, uh, didn't latch all the time or, uh, would latch and then would decide to unlatch. And I almost killed a few of my friends that way. Like we were taking, uh, well, right hand turns was the problem, right? Right hand turns. The left hand turns would be the right door. No, if it's the passenger side, it'd be left-hand turns. Yeah, well, so yeah, left-hand turns were the problem. Um, yeah, so any left-hand turns were uh, potentially fatal to my friends if they weren't wearing their seatbelt. So yeah. everyone always wore their seatbelt in my car. That's very nice. Yeah. It's a good feature on a car. Great feature. <laughs> uh, yeah, I almost killed Kyle uh, yeah. twice that way. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he was never a passenger in a vehicle of yours again. Yep. Um, yeah, no, so that car gave up the ghost, and then I got <laughs> a fucking Geo. Yeah. You had that Geo for a while. I did until that one died and started bouncing like a jackrabbit down the highway. No, I remember that. <laughs> That's not normal for a car to do that. No, the suspension completely went out. You don't realize how much you need a suspension in a vehicle until you don't have one anymore. <laughs> I I think I gave Rick a concussion. Like, <laughs> so how many times did you drive that to and from work before you finally had to get a new car with a no suspension? Oh, uh, at least four months. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of shaking. <laughs> Couldn't afford a new car. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I don't know. Your first car, like there's there's a lot of shit wrong with it. They're terrible, but it's like your first. It's like a rite of passage, you know, to have like the shitty first car. Yeah, except a lot of people get like actual cars that work more, more normally. 
I mean, no, that cost somebody more than a thousand dollars. I mean, most of our friends didn't. No, not not uh, most of our friends. Not yeah, like not not in our circle. No, not in our circle. No, we like to live life dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do our parents not care about us? <laughs> is, is that what's happening? Oh no! Once that car crashes, it's one less uh, car insurance payment every month. So. Oh, I mean, there is that. There is that. My my dad did. He was like, "You can pay for the car, and I'll pay for your insurance until you're 18." And I was like, "That sounds like a deal." Yeah. All right. Well, should we wrap up? Yeah, I think we are. That was a done. surprisingly fun topic. Because we gotta talk about the the demon cougar for a little bit. It wasn't a demon cougar. It just, you know, it didn't need an oil change if you just keep burning <laughs> through it. If you burn through the, the last oil, time you, like, did you ever change that oil filter? No. Yeah, I, I got it changed sometimes. You you just to. said no, and yeah, I'm not sure which one to believe. Well, every year my car needed work because it was a '95 cougar. <laughs> so every time I brought the car in, it would get an oil change. All right. Uh, if you ever have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnessdews.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnessdews or follow us on Twitter at blindnessdews. And I'll see you guys next week.